Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week. This week, I want to talk to you about an old-fashioned technique that you can use. I call it the old-fashioned article marketing technique that can work really well in attracting new clients. Let me give you a hint of what I'm talking about. A few years ago, I wrote two short articles for a publication called Insurance Marketing Magazine. Now, as the title of the magazine implies, it was a magazine for marketing directors in the insurance industry. I wrote two articles in that magazine, and due to those two articles and and a few other things I did with those articles that I'm going to mention to you a little bit later, I got three inquiries, three marketing directors giving me a call. Two of them became new clients, and those two articles, they were about 500 words each, they weren't that long, uh, resulted in thousands of dollars in new business for me. And it's all because of this old-fashioned article marketing technique that surprisingly a lot of copywriters aren't using as much as I think they should. So what I want to do in this podcast is to explain to you step-by-step how this old-fashioned article marketing technique works. Now, you might be wondering, why do I call it old-fashioned article marketing technique? Article marketing is, is around. It's all over the Internet. Everybody knows about it. Well, I call it old-fashioned because it's about publishing an article in a targeted industry magazine, an established industry magazine that your target audience reads. Now, there's a lot of other ways to do article marketing. You can, you can post blog articles on LinkedIn, for example, on LinkedIn Pulse. Uh, there's a lot of article marketing websites where you can post your articles online and hopefully uh, someone will read it. And, and uh, you can publish articles in your own blog, in your own newsletter. You know, others, other people's blogs, there's all kinds of ways to publish articles online. But what I'm talking about is getting an actual article published with your byline in an established industry magazine that is well known in that, that industry and that a lot of your target audience reads. In other words, it's, 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 a, it's an article placed in a top publication that your target audience respects and reads. And if you can do that, even a couple of times a year, it can really pay off. So let me, let me describe to you step by step how to do this. It takes a little work. It's, it's, uh, it probably takes a lot more work than publishing an article on LinkedIn or on your blog or someone else's blog, but it's worth the effort in so many ways. So here's what you do. Step one is you find a magazine or a publication that, that is specific to your niche industry that you're targeting, specifically to your target industry, and that everybody reads, everybody respects, everybody reads, everybody knows about it. For example, Insurance Marketing Magazine, when it was published, it's no longer published, unfortunately, but when it was, when it was published, all the marketing directors in the insurance industry knew about it because it was a well-known magazine for that, that industry. Um, In the professional speaking industry, there's a magazine called Impact that's published by the National Speakers Association. 
all professional speakers who are members get the magazine. Everybody knows about the magazine. It's, it's a well-established magazine in that industry that everybody reads. Um, there's, there's probably magazines for uh, the software industry, for the heavy equipment industry. You can go on and on and on. Trade magazines and professional publications. Now, the magazine has to meet uh, one of two criteria. First of all, it has to be a magazine about business. So if, if it's a magazine about software development and how to develop software, but not really about the business side of things, then your target audience, which are mainly marketing managers and business owners who are doing marketing, are not going to be reading that publication. And they're probably not going to publish anything about copywriting in that publication anyway. So you want to focus on those magazines and publications that are business magazines, business-oriented. Okay, a magazine called Material Handling Sales and Marketing, which actually is a publication. Uh, that would be an ideal publication because it's not talking about how to build material handling equipment. It's talking about how to market and sell it. And an article about copywriting would be ideal for a publication like that. So it has to be about business or it can be about marketing. There's a lot of marketing specific publications out there as well, but either business as generally or marketing specifically. Stay away from just general publications that cross industries. You know, be very specific about, about a publication that's for a specific industry. Okay, so you got that? For a specific industry, and it has to be about business or marketing and something that your target audience is going to read or does read on a regular basis. And it can be a print publication or it can be an online publication. It doesn't necessarily have to be print. It can be online as well. But an established publication that has an editor, you know, that makes money through advertising, that has professionally written articles and content, uh, a, a real publication. So that's number one. Find that publication. Number two, read a few of the back issues to get a sense of the content, to get a sense of the topics that they're covering, the style, the language that they use, the style of articles that they have, how long their articles are. Are they a very short bite-sized articles or are they longer feature articles or a mixture of the two? But you want to you want to get a sense of, of the content and the style of the publication because obviously you want to mimic that when, when you get a chance to write an article for that publication. So look at the back issues to get a sense of what they're covering and, and, and how they approach their articles. And also, when you're doing this, check to see if there are any writers that you know. If there are some writers in that publication that you know, you might be able to um, get an introduction to the editor through the, that writer. So pay attention to the bylines to see if you know anybody. See, maybe you're connected with them on LinkedIn or something. They can be very, very helpful to you and break it into a publication like that. So that's number two, read the back issues. Number three, if possible, if the, if the publication has it, download their editorial calendar. Now, often traditional publications will make their editorial calendar available as a download for advertisers because advertisers want to know a lot of stuff about the publication before they decide to place an ad in it. They want to know, uh, you know who the editor is and, and what the circulation is and what topics they cover and things of that nature. But one thing that an editorial calendar has is a, um, is, is, uh, is a plan as to what topics that they're going to be covering in future, in future issues. So you can look at the editorial calendar 
and and see what future topics they plan on covering and future issues of the magazine. And of course, if they're going to cover something about marketing or copywriting or content marketing or using white papers or website development and making your website work better or anything like that where you can make a contribution as a copywriter, then you might want to approach the editor and and see if you can get an article in in that particular issue. And by the way, this isn't always called the editorial calendar. Sometimes it's called the media kit. So if you go on the website and you look for, if you can't find an editorial calendar, uh, do a search on the website for media kit and you'll find their media kit. And often that's downloadable. You can download it and check it out. So that's number three. Step number four, find the name of the main editor. The editor that is responsible for dealing with writers, for getting the content done for the publication. Sometimes they're the managing editor or the senior editor, but find who the editor is because that's the person that's going to give you the okay for the article. Um, Now, sometimes there are uh, writer's guidelines on publications. You'll actually find a link on on a publication website called Writer's Guidelines, and you click that, they'll have a general delivery box, email box for, um, for article ideas. And sometimes it'll be called submissions at, and then the name of the publication or the domain name. I actually would avoid that uh, and find the editor's name and contact them directly. Nothing beats a personal appeal <laughs> rather than sending something to the general delivery mailbox. So find the editor's name and you can find that usually on the publication website or in the inside pages of the print, print version of the publication. So that's number four. Number five, uh, come up with three article ideas for the publication. Three article ideas. And your article ideas have to meet these two criteria. Criteria number one, it has to position you as an expert at what you do. So the article idea that you have would have to have something to do with marketing, copywriting, content marketing, email marketing, uh, marketing with white papers, something of that nature, something associated with what you do because you want the article to uh, point to you, to position yourself as an expert to this target audience, to the readers of the publication. And the second criterion is that the topic must be of high interest to the publication's audience, high interest. So you really got to think creatively here and think, what topic could I write about that's going to really excite their target audience? That's really going to say, wow, I just got to read this article. Because you want your article idea to be very exciting to the editor. Because the editor, you want the editor to get excited about putting it into publication. So make sure it's of high interest to the publication's target audience. So that's number five. Number six is, now that you have your three article ideas, is you, is you contact the editor and pitch your article idea. Now, here's what you want to do. You want to pick your best article idea. You're not going to pitch all three right away. Pick the best one out of the three and pitch that article idea to the editor. You can do this usually in an email. Okay. And in your pitch, you need to cover, you need to answer three questions. Question number one, what is your topic? And make sure you created a compelling headline for your topic. So what is the topic of your article idea? Question number two, why would that, why is that topic of high interest to the publication's readers? And number three, why are you the best person 
the ideal person to write the article. So you're writing your pitch to the editor and you're saying, here's a great article idea. Here's a working headline for it. Here's why it would be of high interest to your readers. They're really going to love this topic and love this article. They're going to want to read it, and here's why. And here's why I'm the best person to write this article. So you need to, you need to answer those three questions in your pitch to the editor. And try to keep, your, try to keep it concise as well. You don't want to write a, you know, a four-page email. You want to make sure it's concise, but cover off those three questions because the editor needs to know those things. Obviously, they need to know the topic, but they also need to know why the topic would be of interest to their audience and why you would be the best person to write it. So make sure you answer those questions. Number uh, Step number seven, if the editor turns you down or if they say, well, maybe in the fall or maybe later, here's what you do. You simply say, may I pitch you another article idea that I have developed. And those last three words are very important, that I have developed. Don't simply say, may I pitch you another idea for an article, because it sounds like it's coming off the top of your head, and editors hate that. Instead, you want to signal to the editor that you've developed this idea, that you've thought about their target audience, you've thought about their editorial plan, you've come up with an idea. So say, may I pitch you another article idea that I have developed. And if she, she says yes, well, you have two other article ideas that you developed. That's why I, I told you earlier to come up with three ideas. So you can quickly come up with a, you quickly pitch on another idea right away. And this really shows that you're a source of good ideas for articles that you've developed. This, this signals this to the editor. They realize you're not a one-trick pony. So, um, Come, you know, in, in most cases, the editor will say, yeah, sure, you could pitch me another article idea. And then you go back to step number six and you, you write that uh, new email and you, um, and you answer those three questions in your, in your pitch and you pitch them again. Well, eventually and hopefully, the, the uh, editor is going to say yes and you're going to get your article published. Now, what you want to do when you get your article published is in most cases, you won't get any money for it. But you will get what's, what the industry calls, the magazine publication industry calls a resource box. You'll get this little spot at the end of your article where you can write a little blurb about who you are. And how much room you actually get really, really varies from one publication to the other. Sometimes you only get a couple of lines. Sometimes you get even more. Sometimes you get your picture. Okay, But whatever it is, you want to make sure that in that resource box, in that area you, that you get at the end of the article, you put your name, what you do, and your website address. If you can put a little bit more promotional information, that's great if you have room, if you're allowed, but at least get those three things in. So when someone reads your article and they become interested in what you're saying and they start thinking, wow, wouldn't it be great if this person could write for us? They're able to find you and contact you because at the, at the end of the article is your name, what you do, and your website address. Okay, That's called a resource box in the industry, even though it may or may not be in an actual box. That's step number eight. Now here, and step number nine, when the article's published, spread the word to everyone you know throughout your network. You know, uh, prospects you've been contacting, clients that you're working with, your professional network, let them know that uh, this article has been published and send them a link 
That way they can help spread the word. Obviously share it on, your, in, on the social networks, on Twitter if you're on Twitter, on LinkedIn if you're on LinkedIn, and post it on your website. Here's something else that you might consider doing that can work very well. Print a few copies of the article. Actually print them on your computer and mail them to a targeted list of prospects and clients that you know. Just put it in the mail and mail it. And you can put a sticky note on it that says, here's, here's my latest article on writing white papers. thought you might find this useful. And just send it to them. Uh, the thing with, a, with an article printed like that, it gets easily shared around the office or around the marketing department. And it just lets them know that you are a real expert at what you do. Experts get published and you got published. So that's the nine-step formula for using the old-fashioned article marketing technique. And I realize it takes a little bit of work. Uh, like I said, it's much easier to just post something on LinkedIn. But if you can get something published in a traditional publication that your target audience respects and reads, um, that can go a long way in, in positioning you as an expert, generating leads and inquiries, and attracting new clients to your doorstep. So try it. See how that'll, that'll work for you. So that's this week's B2B Writing Success. I hope you found this episode useful. And would you do me a favor? If you have any questions or topic ideas, please feel free to send me an email. My email address is easy. It's steve at stevesloanwhite.com. And you can reach me there. And for more tips and resources on building your B2B writing or copywriting business, uh, please visit www b2bwritingsuccess, that's B with the number two, b2bwritingsuccess.com. You'll, you'll find all that information right there, including past issues of this podcast. So I'm Steve Slomwhite, and I hope you have a great week with your B2B copywriting or writing business, and I will see you next week. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slomwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. 